Pete, I've known you a long time, haven't I? Yeah. Did you know I could do this with my ear? <laughs> Just start the show. Running with Jake, the podcast on this episode. When it gets really tough and when I'm out running and I think, okay, I don't think I can do this, and you lose confidence in yourself, if you have a really good coach, you think, okay, well, well, they think I can do it, so if they think I can do it, then I can probably do it. And then you do do it, funnily enough. Running with Jake, the podcast, because every runner needs the occasional plot, and here's your host, Jake Lowe. This is my favourite time of the week. It is podcast time, the Running with Jake podcast. Great to have your company, as it always is, wherever you're listening to the show right now. On your long run, on your medium length run, in the car, sat at home, on the toilet. We don't care. <laughs> it's just nice to have you here. This is your weekly dose of running motivation, and this is episode 45. 45. That's ridiculous. I was thinking about this, Pete, the other mm. night, because I do lie in bed sometimes thinking about you and the podcast. Five, thanks. Well, we're five episodes away from the big one, aren't we? The big one. The big 5 0. Yeah. I suppose so, yeah, I suppose. Not really thought about do it. Do we need to do something about that? I mean, I, I hear other podcasts do this. It's the big 5 and the, Do we need to celebrate, do a dance or something, some kind of special, like a limited edition? I don't know. Do we throw a party? I don't know. I think it matters more to us than the people listening. I've mm. always thought when I've heard people go, oh, you, you know, this is the 50th edition or the 100th edition, I've always thought, I don't really care. Yeah. You know, I've not listened to all of them, so it doesn't really, doesn't really matter to me. It's a bit self-indulgent, isn't it, actually? It, it is a bit self-indulgent, yeah, yeah, I suppose. But, you know, the thing to remember is obviously we're, we're not a big podcast we're not i know there are big running podcasts out there we're just little one we started what a few months ago didn't we We were sat in the local and we were just having a chat about potential of doing things and then this came out of nowhere can't believe it your little local probably mickle over in derby over a cold real ale and yeah. we said you know what i'd be quite i'd quite like to do a running podcast let's motivate people let's your weekly dose of running yeah. motivation and here it is in fact the first episode if you have listened to episode one we'll let you into a little bit of a secret this is a special episode episode <laughs> 45 where we let the cat out the bag we actually recorded <laughs> yeah. in your lad's bedroom we didn't we didn't have the home studio set up then you're now in derby obviously recording i can see you on the phone i'm down in bristol we've both got our home studio set up very technical here very technical mm. it looks like darth vader's bathroom but actually back in the day the first episode we were in your lad's bedroom i was surrounded by inflatable ferraris i know and um, then there were like uh, we we'd nicked all the clothes horses from from in in, in the house as well and we put <laughs> duvets over them for some kind of soundproofing and it worked fine if you've not heard the pilot episode that was the situation go and listen back to it because it was a bit of a laugh to be honest but I don't think we let the cat out of the bag at all we pretended we were in a shiny nice studio which was great and now we're so much further down but not that much further down the road so we still need your ratings we need your reviews we need your subscriptions we need all that sort of stuff but and something something bad happened last week and I wouldn't want anyone to think that we're a corporate sellout in any way we're whatsoever. not a corporate sellout that's not what we do this is your weekly dose of running motivation man but basically what happened is I got a request to have some adverts put on this show uh, by, by the, the people we podcast with, by Podbean, right? And um, I thought, I'll deal with that later. <laughs> and um, I didn't, I didn't, do, I forgot to deal with it, which means an advert may have appeared on this show last week. Okay, we didn't know about it. I didn't okay it. I've got the advert here, right? Do you want to hear, do you want, did you hear it, Jake, when you listened back to the show? I did hear this advert, Pete, and I must admit, when I was proof listening to the show and this thing <laughs> popped, I was like, when Pete sent me a message saying, I'm going to, I've got this request about an advert, 
I'm going to deal with it. I'm thinking, he didn't deal with it. Now, I wouldn't have minded if it was some big running brand that we really like, that sits nicely with our show, that we can talk about running and support each other. There's synergy there. There's no synergy with this advert. Do you ever find yourself wandering around the internet? <laughs> Do you ever find yourself <laughs> wandering around the internet? Is, is the initial question. And I'm going, is that even a human? find yourself wandering around the internet do you like bread.com is the place do you like bread.com is the advertiser <laughs> what, and i'm going what the hell is do you like bread.com so i go to the website go when you just can't make up your mind on which app to open or friend to message do you like bread.com is that a human no it's not has already provided tens of thousands of memes do you like bread.com? So I look at the website and I'm going, that is the worst looking website I've ever seen. And they've inadvertently run some adverts on our podcast. This is a massive embarrassment. And they can't even pod out for a voiceover. Apologists with countless hours of enjoyment. That's just a computer speaking. <laughs> I think that advert has done us no favours whatsoever. Our audience has crashed and burned. Are you listening? Is there anybody out there? I mean, there's people going, oh, uh, Jacob. Pete, they have sold out big time to, to the corporate beast that is do you like bread.com <laughs> what? what's going on so seriously if you know anybody who's a marketing person and they have and they're in charge of some sportswear brand that's the perfect fit okay we can do a really good job with that kind of thing but as far as dodgy websites with weird names are concerned we're not your podcast. Next time an email lands in your inbox from our podcast people, you flag that bad boy. I will. Priority one. Running with Jake, the podcast. Your weekly dose of running motivation. Out every Wednesday. Never miss an episode by subscribing now. This podcast may have started in a sweaty 15-year-old's bedroom, but we are now international, baby. We speak to guests all over the world. We've been to Australia, we've been to India, something that Pete is very proud of. Right now, I'm speaking with one of my runners. Her name's Sammy. She's in Canada, and she's on MDT, Mountain Daily Time. Hi, Sammy. Hello. Hi, yes. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, great great to be here. <laughs> Sammy, you're on, you're on. You're live. Go, girl. You are live. To be, to be fair, to be fair, I did wake up about 15 minutes ago, so I'm, gonna, I'm blaming it on that. <laughs> I'm very excited to speak to you, but not quite as excited as Pete is, because whenever we speak to somebody that is outside of the UK, Pete gets very excited. He's got a little tally and he's, he's ticking off various countries. You are obviously in Canada. You're in Calgary. We've never spoken to somebody on MDT before. MDT time. This is mountain daily time. We're very excited. There's a time zone just for the mountains. This is awesome. This is great. I always thought it was the Calgarians or the Edmontonians having a bit of a laugh, being like, oh, we know it's mountain time, and then just calling it that. But no, it's an actual time zone. You were just like, oh, it's MDT. Yeah, we'll chat at MDT. I'm like, what's that? 8 a.m. <laughs> MDT. When, when is that? When is that? We are the mountains. Yeah, it's do you crazy. know I've ticked off, I've, I've ticked off, not dicked off, sorry, that's completely different. I've ticked off <laughs> MDT, which is, uh, is, is, is ticked off now, ticked off, and uh, that means that we're coming to yours for a holiday at some point, Sammy, oh, if that's all right. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, we moved to Calgary we, with, the, with the echoey room, this is actually like our, our, our study slash second bedroom. 
Um, so we're, we're currently like enlisting loads of people to come over from all various four corners of the earth. We're like, right, come and stay in our spare bedroom. Come enjoy the mountain daily time. You see, this is the reason that I'm doing an international podcast. It's the only reason I'm involved. It's just to get a free holiday and I've ticked that one off. <laughs> MDT, here we come, baby. Oh, mate, I tell you what, it's, it's fair enough. I've invited all my work colleagues and everything. <laughs> We're coming, we're coming. See now what I did there, Jake? You see what I did? Played it to my advantage. This is good. Excuse me, I'm dying. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, back, I'm back. We're going on holiday, baby. I don't know whether you're expecting to get into some really running-focused conversation here. The way this is going, we might just have a casual chat, you know? You're, you're in your pyjamas, it's 8am over there, who cares? Let's just go for exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, we're chatting, Listen, we're chatting for a bit. You've just moved. Obviously, it's a bit chaotic for you. We know that. We've got you on the Zoom screen here. It sounds very echoey. It doesn't look like you own much at the moment, judging from (laughs) the bare walls behind you. It looks pretty empty. But timing of goal setting is so important, and this affects everybody. I'm not convinced everybody gets it right. Obviously, something significant like a big house move is going to affect your goal setting and your ambitions for uh, lofty goals. How's the move gone, by the way? Have you, you unpacked everything? Are you sorted? So so we still don't have our like proper furniture. We, we emailed the other day and said, you know, is it is it coming? Cause it's been about two weeks now. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's another warehouse. So, you know, that will, that will just turn up whenever, I guess. Um, so we've got some camp chairs to sit at the desk. And we've, we bought a beanbag the other day some bar stools and some camp chairs and that's about it it just reminds me of like Joey and Chandler from Friends you just need a chick and a duck and a yacht well not a yacht but you need like a little canoe don't you I hope you're going to be fully furnished by the time we come over I really do I mean so let's just take it back a step so obviously moved from Toronto now in Calgary recently moved as we've established tell me about your goal what's going on what's your dream goal I'm talking here Sammy now obviously we've we know the score here we've had many conversations but what is your dream goal share it with us I want to hear it again so, so my dream goal, my dream goal is, I'm going to say is, it still is, is, is to qualify and run the Boston Marathon um, for, for running for that. I mean, and I'm actually going to say short term because the long term is, you know, those, uh, you know, those um, like 80 year old grandmas that are out running and you see them doing like marathons and they've got like their, you know, little bib on. I think it was, um, you had a triathlete on, uh, on the podcast and they were saying they have like your number on the back of the leg. And you can yeah. see them running past and you're like, oh, I want to be like that. That's the long-term <laughs> goal. I want to be like putting all my grandkids to shame, being like, I've just done like a 13-mile run and I'm 95 or something. <laughs> so like, yeah, short, short-term, like in, you know, the or medium-term is, you know, Boston. And obviously that's, that's a huge one. But the long-term is, you know, being like, you know, super running, ultra running and active for, for as much as I possibly can, as long as I Love can. It. Love it. Amazing. That's a really important goal as well. It's a big goal, isn't it? To effectively just prolong your health, which is what we're talking (laughs) about here, if you really think what that goal means. But just focusing on the Boston Qualifier for a moment, because a lot of people see this as a big standard. Some people see this as almost unattainable. You know, it's just such a huge goal to work towards for recreational runners, which we are. What is your pace for uh, to to qualify for Boston? Just share it with us. What, What do you need to be running a marathon at? Eight minute miles. That's rapid. You're not hanging around, are you, girl? You're on no. it. You're on it. <laughs> no. So here's here's the question then, and I want you. I, I think a lot of people are going to get a lot from your thoughts and your way of your way of thinking, really, with your training, because you're very good at reflecting on sessions, be it good or bad, what worked, what didn't work, and I really love that. And that's one of the one of the great. Um, one of the great things about working with you, I can kind of see this unfold in your mind and it enables you to kind of plot the path forward, which is what we want and work towards that goal. But 
what what things have got to fall into place? What's important to achieve that time? Because it's more than just running, right? What what are the things that got to work for you? There's there's three things. Is the first the first thing is obviously the training. You've got to you've, you you've got to put the miles in. It's not you can't just magically get better at running it's a bit it's a bit like playing a piano the only person who's going to make you good at it is you like you, the only way you get better at running is by running is by practice so there's obviously that um the the other thing i'd say is um and you know i kind of like figured this out when i was rowing ages ago you've got to have the friends and family around you that kind of by that like a understand um and b to a certain extent a kind of on board with it in a way either really 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 have to understand and like yep yeah, you know you you go do that um or you know kind of like involved in it so like ollie comes out running with me quite a lot that's how we on a friday go out and we have a ch- have a chat after work and all the rest of it so it works out really well but if you haven't if you're constantly fighting um you know like a, a social group or um, family environment where it's just completely opposite then it's it's very difficult um and i think as well the third thing is like you really have to want to do it because when it gets tough, then um, the thing that's going to get you through that is is kind of like the deep set why. Um, and actually, I put a fourth one in there as well. But you have to have I don't know. I mean, it's, it's linked to like your family and friends. Um, and I had this like A here like with with yourself, and then B with my rowing coach as well. A fantastic rowing coach. Um, you have to have a coach as well that kind of like inspires you and then I like it sounds really weird but like when when it gets really tough and when I'm out running and I think okay you know I I don't think I can do this and you lose confidence in yourself if you have a really good coach you think okay well well they think I can do it so if they think I can do it then I can probably do it and then you do do it funnily enough but you always need to have like that external validation of someone saying okay no the goal that you're going for yes you can do that Otherwise, if you haven't got someone kind of verifying that, then you kind of, you spend so long thinking, oh, am I, am I being silly? Like, can I really do this? And you kind of overthink it again and again instead of just going, okay, right, I've, I've told someone that goal. They've said, yes, I can do it. And you go, right, I can fully commit to it now because I know that it's something I can do. It's, it's that encouragement, isn't it? As well yeah. as the acknowledgement and, and I think reframing things. I mean, we've spoke about this and this is kind of going off on ever such a slight tangent, but it's the, the reframing of not such great sessions, if you like, or experiences, mm. races, training sessions, whatever runs that don't go to plan. We know that happens for all of us. It's it's what can you take from that? Because yeah. sometimes, and I know from the notes you give me on when you upload your sessions, that sometimes you feel, oh, that was, a, you know, the, the, the emotional side when you've just done it and you've had that disappointment, it didn't go to plan. Oh, that was a waste of time. It was a waste of time. But then you'll often go back and edit the notes once you've thought about it. And rather than just completely edit, you'll add to them and you go, well, I've reflected on it now. And actually it's not a waste waste of time because you've learned from it it's experience a lot of people will say oh well if I, if I stop training for a bit I'm you know I'm worried that I'm going to go back to square one well you're not starting with nothing you're starting with experience and that is worth so so much and I love some of the points you've made about about family as well because and friends your support network because without that that kind of infrastructure it's just you and and sometimes you you're fighting your own battle as it were trying to achieve a goal but then if you're having to fight kind of other factors and elements as well and people not understanding that you can't go out on a Saturday night because you've got a long run on a Sunday and and they're not encouraging of that and supportive of that goal that makes an already difficult challenge even harder Mm. i think 
tell me a little bit about timing because this is something that I believe so strongly in. We've had some chats about this. It's very easy, isn't it, to just pick a goal. And once we know why that's important to us, as you touched on, we pluck it out the air and we go, this is the goal, this is the target. It's a London Marathon or it's the Toronto Marathon or it's a 10K or it's whatever. And this is the time I want to achieve and this is the date that it's going ahead. Go for it. But actually the timing of everything else that's going off in your life is significant. What's your thoughts on timing and how that's affected you with the changes that you've had with the move, with I know you've had a recent job promotion? Do you know, I um, I actually, when I was out running and it was um, after that, that 10K that went pretty badly. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that, girl. You're not going oh, anywhere yet. <laughs> I, had a, I had a proper sense of humour failure after that. I, I got back, so like, I think both Ollie and I, this is a tangent, but like Ollie and I, we kind of, because we've been running with each other long enough now, we know that if it's been a bad run for the other person, we kind of know when it's been bad. And if you come back and you're not talking, the other person knows just not to talk. Just, uh, just, just walk back. <laughs> you just walk back. That's brilliant understanding. <laughs> yeah, you just, you know, well, like, if someone's struggling, um, you know, you just, you'd never be like, okay, come on, you can do it. Just silence. Just yeah, yeah. Just in your head. <laughs> just accept it. Um, but as I was coming back from this run, I think it was the day after or the second day or whatever, and uh, I, the analogy of like fighting a battle on many fronts came into my head. And I can't remember, there was, there was a quote, um, there's, only, like, there's only so many battles you can fight before, you know, you just, you just can't. Um, similar kind of thing. If you're, if you're giving, you know, 100% in lots of different areas, um, A, it's really, really difficult, but B as well, when one thing goes, it's almost like a domino effect. And because I, that's why I kind of when I, um, I messaged and I was talking about it's all kind of it's always very linked um, and I got thinking about um, you know the running and uh, moving going out and all the rest of it it was almost like the uh, the move itself you know, talking about timing the move itself was such a, a, a big thing in terms of having to organize everything with coronavirus I was you know I mean it was really really good seeing all the people before we left with coronavirus you couldn't see them all in one go so we had to do like you know little patches of people so we went out for beers probably every second night loads of burgers loads of food which I loved at the time because I definitely definitely loved my beers and food um but then that kind of slips like in terms of like eating properly and fueling properly and that kind of slipped and then, um, you know, my running started suffering a little bit and then that kind of came off. And then I was really tired because I hadn't been, you know, running as much um, and then I hadn't been fueling as much and my, my work kind of dropped off. I was getting frustrated. I wasn't doing my side project. It just kind of goes in this downward spiral if you're trying to do all of them. Whereas if you just go, okay, right, my priority right now is moving and seeing my mates, then if the other two start going, then it doesn't really matter and you can keep the focus on the other two. Or if you go, okay, right, my move, my focus now was like moving, seeing mates and like work. Then you just go, okay, right, to know more. Whatever's happening is happening. It's okay. I can deal with that as opposed to just constantly trying to like keep all these plates spinning. And then as soon as one goes, you go, oh, screw it then. <laughs> I'm just, just not doing anything for four weeks. There's only so much you can give, isn't there? Yeah. To en- to any anything. There's only so much. People work, moving, 
various responsibilities, your own goals of running and qualifying for the Boston Marathon, as you say, something's got to give. You know, there's a there's a threshold there. And if you breach that, then all hell breaks loose. And, and what I mean by that is it's, it's often in your mind because then the very thing that we talk about this a lot, but the very thing we use to get us feeling better, which is running, it's another stick to beat ourselves up with because actually we're frustrated because we didn't achieve that session. So the 10K time trial that uh, we set for you, actually when you uploaded the session, it was quite interesting. I called it 10K TT. You actually called it 10KPP, which was pile of poo. So that kind of tells me how you were feeling about that time trial. <laughs> but what, talking about timing, what was going on that week when, you, when, when we, we had a go at this time trial? The week before, the movers all came. I mean, it's, it's fine, but moving out of Toronto is a bit of a nightmare because you have to book a lift and apparently you can't move after before midday, which is stupid. Anyway, that's going to go another tangent. Wow. But um, that was a day. Um, and then the week, the weekend beforehand, we we caught up with a few mates and had quite a few beers. <laughs> and so, like on the it was on the Saturday, Sunday, and you just you know when you're really super tired, I was like, oh, okay, it's fine did a easy run on the Monday and then got to the time trial and just I don't know I think it's yeah it was just a, a perfect storm of not having fueled properly not having slept properly for quite a while um yeah it just kind of and I, I set off way too quick in my head I was like I'm, I want what I want to achieve is here and then but what I was capable of achieving was down here and then so I started off and I kind of went oh okay this is this is not gonna happen it's a pressure thing, isn't it? Because I think yeah. you put yourself under a lot of pressure to achieve a certain thing. And, and because you are driven, you are a driven individual, you'll achieve great things because of that because you really give it the energy and commitment, dedication, all that stuff. You take things seriously in all areas of life, I'm sure, not just running. But sometimes I do wonder whether there's an actual cost to being driven. Now, I, I class myself as somebody that's that's quite driven, so I can kind of I feel I can speak quite about this quite openly because if you're driven and I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this Sammy because if you're driven you're more likely I think to perhaps not consider the importance of timing when setting goals because you're up for the workload you're up for the challenge well you look in the future and think well we're moving on that day and I've got this session planned and I want to do this goal and I've got this promotion but that's fine I can spin all those plates because I'm driven and I'm up for it come on bring it on Mm. whereas actually somebody that potentially is not as driven and maybe a little bit more conservative in their approach they may consider things a little bit more oh well i'm not sure whether that's going to be feasible i think i'm going to take too much on and there's probably a sweet spot somewhere in between the two sort of types if you like but what are you, what are your thoughts on that do you think there is a cost to being driven there, there is and i think it's it's almost kind of partly uh if you're really driven then what you're doing a lot of the time is really important to you. Like you, you attribute a lot of value to that goal. So, you know, qualifying to Boston, I was kind of like, that is really important to me. I really want to do that. You know, I, I wrongly or rightly attribute a lot of self-worth to being able to do that. Like I would think better of myself if I could achieve that goal. So if I can't achieve that goal, then I get frustrated because I feel like I'm letting myself down. And so even if you go... The, the logical part of your brain says you've got a lot on take a step back the emotional part of my brain says I should be able to do this like why can't I do this um, and I don't know yeah it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it gets quite annoying sometimes because the, the, you know that you should you know not beat yourself up so much but then when you're in that kind of state as well with the, with the 10k as well 
I was saying to Ollie, I was like, you know the whole saying about like speak to yourself, how you'd speak to your mates kind of thing. I was like, I was not speaking to myself very well. <laughs> I was not very kind to myself. But like, I think everyone does it in terms of, you know, something doesn't go right. But I don't know, I guess that's, that's when the danger can come in is when you, if you, if you kind of, if you attach a lot of like your kind of how much you think of yourself to a goal, if you then can't do it, then it kind of, you know, you come and you really start beating yourself up because you're like, you know, this means so much to you. If it means so much to you, then you should be able to do it. Like, you know, why are you not, why are you letting yourself down so much? I had a one-to-one call earlier, actually, with um, another runner of mine who is targeting Manchester Marathon next year. So this is October now. This is 12 months away. Now, it's not as far away as it may feel for many people. Now's the time to start thinking about it. But it is still 12 months away. And he is giving himself a little bit of a hard time, particularly over long runs, because he's struggling to have the motivation to get out there and do these long runs. And it's he's got other things going on, similar to yourself, similar to so many people probably listening to this podcast can relate to, my gosh, I'm spinning plates all the time. I'm not a full-time runner. And he is clearly giving himself a hard time. He'll miss runs. And then he'll, he's trying to pick himself up the following week. Right, get out there for the long run. And I stopped him. I said, why, why do we need to be doing long runs now? And he paused. Oh, I said, why do you need to be out there running for two hours? Because you feel you should? Because you want to? What's what's the reason? And we came to the conclusion that actually maybe now is not the time to be committing that amount of time to training. And that is fine. It doesn't mean that his goal will disappear because his goal is 12 months away. We can start to pick up the mileage when the time is right. He wants to spend time with the grandkids. He's got things going on with work. So timing is absolutely crucial. I think what's so important is understanding that you are in control it is your decision ultimately you've got guidance support from a coach from friends from family peers colleagues all that partners but actually it's down to you and if you feel the timing isn't right then you should go with that and either reassess your goal or not put so much pressure on tell me about the timing of your weekly training because this is something that in fact when we first started working together this was a big goal for you wasn't it like a mini a big goal but it was kind of like an interim goal it was a process goal working towards boston you wanted to get that right the organization of your sessions because it felt a little bit chaotic didn't it and we've managed to slowly but surely get the timing right of those sessions so just share with us if you will what works for you as a a, across the week and why because i think people will get something from this so interestingly, so my Monday runs are usually like the work, I call them work sessions or pieces. Um, and so it's like, you know, hard effort, um, sprints and things like that. And then um, Tuesday is usually a day off. It really should be like a resistance workout, <laughs> but I'm not so good at doing that at the moment. It's been I noted. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday is an easier run, uh, Thursday off and then Friday long run. Purely because the beginning of the week, I've got, you know, higher energy levels. As the week goes on, work goes on. (laughs) And I get to Friday and I'm just like, I can't muster any kind of like high energy. All I can do is go for a long run. I just need a long run just to like run off the week (laughs) and just get rid of all the kind of like thoughts. Because if you do, if you do, you know, long run of, you have to be out there for a couple of hours be honest you're too tired to care about work you're just like i can't just i'm gonna go sit on the couch so it's perfect as a wind down so you're like i'm actually just too shattered <laughs> so it's it works out really well in terms of like energy levels and then also like stress levels because you just you just get to the end of the week and you're like i just want to go get outside run around some trees and then obviously sunday sunday recovery run um uh like easy recovery which again is a bit hit and miss um just because we're not particularly good at either 
getting up and doing it or we may have been out the night before <laughs> we're building a picture here pete is building a picture too a profile of sammy yeah. put it put it put it down as a drinker and an eater yeah. i mean uh, she's self-confessed here self-confessed sounds like fun she... normally when we have people on the podcast and i arrange a holiday at the start of the call sammy if they're in a different country um during the course of the chat what happens is it turns out that they're a complete fitness freak and i lose the idea of wanting to come and spend some time with them but with you it's making me more excited for getting that uh, that plane ticket I'll be honest this is great we're going to have a night out as well this oh, is great. Yeah, absolutely there are some awesome breweries around here I have to say oh, like, breweries. between here and, and about, well, every all through all, all through Alberta awesome wow. beer Wow. See, this is why you've not unpacked. This is, this is why you sat on a beanbag and you've got no furniture because you've been out checking out the local bars. That's the <laughs> if, issue that if, we have here. If I was it's, surrounded by breweries as well, I'd have sold all my furniture too, Sammy. Don't feel bad about it. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, they've got some amazing brunch as well. There's like a blues bar around the corner. Oh, oh that's great. It doesn't surprise me, actually, because I've never been to Calgary, but I feel like I have. It feels like quite a special place to me the reason i say that is not just because i have clients over there it's actually because martina every night watches back episodes of master chef canada and the home <laughs> cooks are always from calgary this is no joke every single uh-huh. night without fail she's watching another episode of master chef canada she's not watched any of the others i don't know why it's just master chef canada you guys uh-huh. clearly love your food over there oh, so absolutely. you better keep running <laughs> oh mate! I tell you what, the, the, the Calgarians do good food. They do proper, like, hearty food as well because it's a lot of like um, a lot of oil and gas here, a lot of rural people. Um, so you know they're, they're used to like working outside. They've got big appetites. So you go out for a meal and you get proper food. It's amazing. Oh wow, wow! wow. That's Sold. the perfect post-long run refuel, isn't it? That's what you want. <laughs> exactly. We should all move to Calgary. Sammy, it's been absolutely awesome chatting to you. Uh, I wish you the best of luck with the move. Obviously, you're there now. You just got to start to, you know, get the place. Uh, set up a little bit better exactly. you're, you're looking healthy you're looking well <laughs> when, when's your next run when are you going to get out there tonight this evening eight miles easy she's a star oh. student star oh, baker we've got, we've, got, we've got some hills around here as well which is awesome um, which I mean they're, they're killing my legs my, my times are up to you know solid like two mile, two minutes per mile slower than they were in Toronto but I think mm. I think it's worth it for the long run because you come back I, and you're like my legs are burning my lungs are burning so I'm doing something right I guess <laughs> well, we talk about the importance of timing Pete when setting goals and things but actually the mm. environment is really important as well and, and Sammy it, eventually I, I got the message she, she kept messaging me saying will you stop giving me hills to run I'm in Toronto there are no hills <laughs> They don't <laughs> exist. How far did you have to drive just to find a hill? Um, so there's one hill called, uh, it was in High Park. And so that would be, I mean, you wouldn't drive. It's in like, it's, it's you have to drive to downtown Toronto. So it would be like in a 45 minute run out to the hill, or like a 50 minute run out to the hill. And then you go up the hill and you turn around <laughs> and you come back. Wow. So Sammy's Hill Sessions was basically, it consisted of a 45-minute run out to the hill, run up the hill, back down, and then a 45-minute jog back. Perfect. (laughs) Great session. I'm I'm definitely crossing Toronto off my list of places to go to. I'm not interested in Toronto at all. Calgary, definitely. Here we come. For the show notes and video content, go to runningwithjake.com forward slash podcast and follow us on social media. It's hashtag AskJake if you have a burning running-related question or, of course, you can drop us an email at podcast at runningwithjake.com. Now, we had an email in a few weeks ago from Adam Collings and Adam had two questions, not one. Pete, the producer, unfortunately, would not allow me to answer both questions in one episode. So I'm now going to answer Adam's second question and he has asked if I have any recommendations for a right-of-way map 
app. He's pretty good at remembering new routes that he's researched, but he just wants a quick glance at a decent app to find out exactly where he is if he does get a little bit lost. Now, if you're looking at road runs here, Adam, I do think that there's many different options out there. So Strava has a route builder, as does Garmin. There's also mapmyrun.com, which is very popular. But if you're looking at hitting the off-road and the trails, where sometimes it can get a little bit more confusing as to where to go and find the path, I really recommend OS Maps. So they have an app, which is OS Map. It's fantastic. I use the desktop version to often plan my routes because it's much easier. Obviously, you can see it on a big screen. And then it syncs nicely with the phone. So if you've got a good running belt or a pocket that's secure when you're out there running, you can take your phone with you and periodically just have a glance to see where you are. Unfortunately, it doesn't tell you where herds of angry cows congregate, blocking your path. But maybe that will be changed in a future OS map update. If you've got a question, it's hashtag Ask Jake. That's it for another episode of the Running with Jake podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the show. We've certainly had a ball creating it for you. We will be back here next week for your weekly dose of running motivation. Of course, if you do have a moment, make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode using the mobile app that you listen to the show on. And if you do have chance to rate and review the show, of course, we'd love that. We do get a little bit bent out of shape over ratings and reviews. We're told they're important. We really would appreciate it if you could do that for us. Have a great week. Speak to you very soon. Oh, one more thing. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. Like ordering a new pair of running shoes that you don't need. (laughs) 